Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. From the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio, Steve Travelis keeps you in the Jersey No. From 7 till 11, live, local, and live. Steve Travelis on New Jersey 101.5. Weekday night, Steve's live, local, and live. Only two more days till Thanksgiving. Steve Travelese, hope you're having a good day. Hope you can have an even better night. You and me till 11 o'clock tonight here on New Jersey 101.5. You want to get in? 1-800-283-101.5. Listening to Jeff and Bill talking about the Christmas specials. And the Charlie Brown has been moved. We'll talk about that later. Apple's going to get it. Uh, who, does anybody still care about Charlie Brown? I mean, Charlie Brown was like a generational thing. And eventually, you know, uh, kids are going to, parents are going to, grandparents are going to stop showing it to the grandchildren and it'll just kind of fade away. I mean, there's no relevancy to it now, right? But I'll talk about that later. Uh, also, the, um, the Christmas Carol with uh, Mr. Magoo. Oh, my God. The Mr. Magoo Christmas Carol uh, scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. You know, the, the part where, uh, you know, the lightning is coming on and Mr. Magoo is sitting on the grave and he's like, Spirit, don't leave me. And he turns around and, and, and he sees his name on the tombstone. Ah, try, try being a little kid seeing that. I didn't sleep for weeks, still getting nightmares. So I had to show it to my kids. one 800 But that's not what we're going to talk about. Uh, you know... We, we, you know, tomorrow night will be light. Tomorrow night, Gemini is going to be here. Justin Gonzalez is going to be here. And they're bringing Thanksgiving dinner. We're going to have a lot of fun. All kinds of prizes to give away. Trevia will definitely happen. So if you're going anywhere, keep us on. We'll keep you company. But a uh, serious topic right now. The Supreme Court said in June that Americans have the right to carry firearms in public for self-defense. And that struck down a New York gun law. The decision came out as Congress and the states debate gun control legislation, which is a huge deal. Uh, so in reaction to that, the New Jersey State Assembly, we're not going to that happen here. Oh, no, 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 no. Passed legislation that makes it even tougher for legal gun owners to carry a firearm. Now, it's got to go to the Senate. And you can see how everyone voted. Michael Simons wrote the piece at NJ1015.com. Jeff Dominski wrote a really good opinion piece on this as well. The, the bill requires more comprehensive background checks, requires people to go through training, buy liability insurance, raise costs for permits, prohibits permit holders from carrying guns in many areas deemed sensitive, do 200 sit-ups in less than 10 minutes, stand on your left foot and uh, touch your nose and, uh, you know, rub your stomach at the same time. Um, and the places that uh, you can't carry a gun, uh, places of worship, uh, which Jeff points out, you know, many synagogues have come under attack and uh, you being there cannot have anything to defend yourself or your brethren. Uh, but, I mean, I, I, of course, I exaggerate some of this, but it's almost like they've, in this bill, you know, they, they've taken the gun laws and uh, it's almost like the, uh, the smoking laws. You can smoke anywhere you want except all these places. 
But go ahead, smoke. Um, now, if someone were to pull a gun in a church or synagogue, would you feel safer if there were a responsible gun owner in the room? God forbid something like that happened. Here you are in a public place. Somebody pulls a gun. And it happens more and more now. You know, uh, every day we get a sheet of all the uh, stories to talk about. And more and more of them, gunmen here, gunmen there, robbery this, robbery. So, so this is like prevalent. And the only thing we can do is hope that uh, we can get to the police in time or something will happen. You know, uh, 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. Now. If someone, if, you, if you're in a place of worship, you're in a church, you're in a synagogue, you're in a store, whatever, somebody pulls a gun, would you feel more comfortable if also in that room were other people with guns? Safer, would you feel? In that the idea that, okay, well, um, right now, without them, nobody has a gun. And this guy's got the gun, we're all at a disadvantage. But if there were trained you know, a uh, police officer, retired, military, or just anybody, just uh, a gun enthusiast, you know. And I think that people who don't know people who own guns need to befriend them or learn about them and realize that, you know, they're just like everybody else. They're not scary. Oh, my God, he's got a gun. He must be not. No, 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 no. But wouldn't you feel more comfortable knowing that someone else in the room who is a, uh, you know, not out to rob you or steal from you or shoot up the, the site also has a gun, would that make the person who is going to bring the gun into the church or the store or wherever think twice? Because, hey, man, if I walk in here with a gun, God knows how many other people have guns. Good people who know what they're doing, who know how to use them, who know how to handle them. Not psychos which is a stereotype that people sometimes put on people who don't understand people who are gun enthusiasts. You know, I'm a football enthusiast. I'm a Beatles enthusiast. Not a gun enthusiast. But I can understand, you know, people who are. And I'll tell you something, if I'm in a, in a situation where I need, you know, uh, someone's in there holding a gun, I damn well want that gun enthusiast in the room. Does New Jersey government know more than the Supreme Court or the Founding Fathers? And the Supreme Court stuck by the Founding Fathers in this? They're like spoiled little children. Oh, no, we're going to get our own laws. No, 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 no. You know, Murphy's like throwing a temper tantrum over this. As opposed to, you know, what is the best thing in this situation? I'm going to give all you, Greg and Izzy and Brian, we don't, just let the phone keep ringing. We will get to you. We will answer your call. Don't give up. But I want to give you guys all kinds of time because I want to hear what you have to say. Because I think this is ridiculous. I mean, I've looked at it from every possible way. Why would this be a problem? That responsible gun owners should be allowed to openly carry... You know what? And the first thing that happens is, oh, my God, the first thing that happens, you walk in, you're, you're afraid of the guy with the gun. Oh, my God, he's got a gun. But then the more you see it, the more you get used to things. Oh, okay, there are a lot of things we've gotten used to now that we never thought we'd get used to. But in the end, 
Would it make the person with the gun who's going to go in and cause trouble think twice? In the church, in the school, in the store, in wherever. 1-800-283-101.5. I got a Twitter poll up. A very simple question. Should you be allowed, should legal gun owners be allowed to carry in New Jersey? And I want to hear your thoughts on this. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis. Have you been thinking about adding a pet to your family? My friends at Pet Center in Old Bridge know exactly how to match you with the perfect pet. They have a large selection of quality puppies from USDA licensed and inspected breeders. When you bring home a Pet Center puppy, you get the most comprehensive guarantees in the market. Up-to-date vaccines, five generations of pedigree, and a complete homecoming kit. They have a large selection of small animals, reptiles, birds, and tropical fish. Visit them in the shops at Overbridge on Route 9 or at PetCenterNJ.com today. Here's fast traffic. You buy Edison Nissan. Check out the huge selection of new and used vehicles at Edison Nissan on Route 1 at Edison with plenty of Nissans in stock. We always make buying fun and easy. Visit them online at EdisonNissan.com for more details. 1-800-283-101.5 Alright, so there's a bill in the assembly uh, reducing the uh, uh, powers of those who legally own guns. Should legal gun owners be allowed to openly carry in New Jersey? 1-800-283-101.5. Greg is in Freehold on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Greg. Uh, So I think that concealed carry makes us all safer for the reasons you mentioned before. And New Jersey is a Democrat state, you know, Democrat, Marxist, leftist state. And ideologically, the people in this state hate guns, right? They just, there's no rationale behind it. They just think guns are evil. Especially when the bad guys have them. <laughs> but when the good guys don't have them, that's where the problem comes in. Of course, of course. But that's just the mindset, right? And right. and guns are not, they're not taught, they're not promoted in this state. So there's just a general lack of understanding. And concealed carry is good for the reasons you mentioned. And if you look at the, the states and localities that have very strict gun control laws. They're the ones with the worst gun crimes. Washington, D.C., New York City, uh, Chicago, they have murders galore because law-abiding citizens are disarmed. Exactly. The the people with the guns have nothing to worry about. It's like shooting fish in a barrel, so to speak. There's no perfect solution, right? No matter what happens, people will um, still get hurt with guns, criminal activity, you know, but criminals will always have guns. They can't be criminals without them. Well, that's what people tend to mis- that, that That's what I can't understand why they don't see. All you're doing is restricting the good guys. You know, there's no, there's no like, uh, you know, like, uh, what do I call it? Treaty talks, agreements, negotiations where the good guys and the bad guys are going to say, okay, if you get rid of your guns, we're going to get rid of our guns. No. No, no, no. Of course not. Now, if you if you look at the media, the media is primarily comes out of New York and L.A., and those are two hugely Democrat areas, and they they cover it extremely unfairly. Any well, the media does what they're told because they predominantly work for Democrats, so therefore they're not going to be stupid and go against their bosses. So naturally, that's, look at late night TV. That's why, like you know, all of a sudden CBS found out today that uh, the whole Hunter Biden story was real. What a shock! Would yeah. that mean they're trying to get Bi- the Democrats trying to get Biden out of office now? <laughs> but go, we can but say. you know, with the media, they any any news story about uh, a terrible gun related crime like Newtown, they'll cover forever. But any any stories about 
uh, guns being used to help people or save people gets zero coverage. And the, the proof, in, uh, proof is you look at that Pittsburgh, uh, excuse me, Indianapolis mall shooter um, where some lunatic opened up with an AR-15. He killed three and injured two. In 15 seconds, a law-abiding citizen with concealed carry who happened to be at the mall took out his weapon and put eight out of ten shots into that guy, dropped him down, and sent him to hell. And he might have sent, he might have saved 50, 60 people if you count the time it would have taken for policemen to respond, to find him. And, and not only that, and Greg, that's a good point, and thanks for calling, but what about, you know, in Texas where the cops got there and didn't know what to do? Uh, let's go to Izzy is in Ocean County on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Izzy? Hey, Steve, what's going on? You are. Yeah, I know. What's crazy is it, I get so upset every time I see what's going on. I know this is not a New York station and all that, but you just can't ignore what is going on in places like New York and the subway. Well, this is happening in New Jersey. This is the New Jersey, you know, this New Jersey assembly that passed, you know, that passed this bill and now it goes to the Senate. Right, but my point is, my point is, what we're seeing is these ravaged animals. I'm not even going to call them humans. The ravaged animals going right. up to people, just stabbing them, literally, for absolutely no. Because New York has taken the power away from the police, so what have they got to worry okay. about? Yeah, they took the power away from the police, and they took out the bail laws, meaning these people don't get uh, prosecuted the way they should. And I do feel for some, for some crimes, they they should actually bring a death penalty or or like actually torture people. They should actually have such a punishment because they got to put it on pay per view. You know, yeah, that? no, I get what you're saying. You know, you know as far as going going back to the guns, um, yes, the people should actually. Absolutely be able to have an uh, easier time. If anything to... else, you're going to level the playing field. Yeah, the good guys should be able to get it because the bad guys are getting it anyway. Now, how are the bad guys getting it so much easier and the good guys can't have it to protect themselves? I, If I would be like a governor or something, what I would do is I would implement laws where they have mm -hmm. to, where people have to uh, go through like big background checks and everything before owning a firearm and then definitely have it concealed. But you should definitely be able to have it a lot easier than it is right now to get. And and if I dare catch any, any bad guy with a gun, man, they will be held to the fullest uh, uh, accountabilities for their actions. I the mean, only thing is, when you hold them to the fullest accountabilities in New York, that means they get released in two hours. Well, show you! James is in Howell on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, James. Hey, how you doing? Good, you? Good. So I just wanted to weigh in a little bit. Um, I do absolutely believe we have the right to keep and bear arms. We should be allowed to carry a weapon on ourselves to protect everyone around us, no matter who we're with. Right. Um, like you said, it, it's time to level the playing field. Um, the criminals have been carrying. They don't care about the laws. All these bills that are pushed through strictly affect law-abiding citizens. It doesn't affect criminals. Criminals are criminals because that's what they do. They don't follow the law. That's what I don't understand. Like, from a common-sense standpoint, how do people not see this? That's what I don't understand. Because there's zero common sense in this bill. It's, it's strictly, uh, uh, I don't know the right word right now, uh, 
a response to well, the Bruin decision. It's a, it's a, it's a response. You know, it, it's childish. It's people just upset because they didn't get their own way, or somebody stood up to them and they don't like it. And the problem with that is that you know we're the guys who have to bear the brunt of it. But you know, it's it's what doesn't make any sense to me from a common sense standpoint. You know, should legal gun owners be allowed to carry in New Jersey? And they make it tougher and tougher, which makes it easier and easier for those who are illegal gun owners to have their way. You know, are are you a gun enthusiast, James? Yeah, and I actually do have my permit to carry um, after the Bruin decision. So it's not the wild, wild west with people. And, and that's what they have to come to realize. It's not. It's just simple people wanting to exercise a simple right. Exactly. And that's all we're asking for. We, The criminals have been doing it as long as they've been doing it. And all these bills and laws only affect us. It does nothing. They don't care about the law, which is why they're criminals. And I've had enough. It's Enough is enough. All right, James. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5, 730. Now, the latest New Jersey news by the All-American Auto Group. All-American Subaru and Old Bridge is one of the most awarded retailers in New Jersey. Proud winners of the Subaru Love, Promise, Customer, and Community Commitment Gold Award. They are more than just a car dealership. Visit them on Route 9 in Old Bridge. Shop online at allamericansubaru.com. Steve Trevelis. Legislation that seeks to establish new rules and limits for the carrying of concealed handguns in New Jersey cleared a major hurdle Monday when the Assembly passed it after more than an hour and a half of tense debate. Intense debate. Michael Simons will tell you who voted for what, and it's on NJ1015.com. My question is, should legal gun owners be allowed to carry in New Jersey openly concealed whatever? 1-800-283-101.5. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. BJ is in South Amboy on New Jersey one zero one point five. Hi, BJ. Hey, Steve. So I am I am currently a, a non-resident Florida carry permit holder. So states like Utah, Florida, Virginia will issue New Jersey residents a non-resident permit, which will allow you to carry in thirty-one states. Okay. But if I'm driving back, I got to stop at the bridge unload my firearm, lock it away, and drive home. And I currently am also an NRA-certified firearms instructor and an accomplished competition shooter, and I do not qualify to get my carrier permit in New Jersey unless I go and take a firearm and qualify with it and and get a separate certificate that allows me to do that. And that, that was a new law put in place as soon as it was available to us. They jacked up the prices right away. They uh, they a- implemented that qualification requirement and also limited it to one firearm. So if you want to if you want to have the option to carry two firearms, maybe you want to have you know something smaller or you know it doesn't quite fit with your clothing or whatever, you have to go and pay somebody to certify you and qualify with that firearm as well. So yeah, they don't want us carrying. I refer to New Jersey as a compliant victim state. They don't I- want us defending ourselves, you know. If you've gone through everything that you need to go through to become a legal gun owner, why is it we're so afraid in New Jersey of the legal gun owners, the responsible people? As a and we have no problem with those, you know, with the criminals carrying the guns illegally, doing whatever they want, uh, putting everyone else, you know, in harm's way at a time when people don't want to become police because of you know the struggle they put on the cops. More and more cops are trying to get out. So where's the protection coming from? 
this is what boggles my mind. And this is like a, this is like a childish reaction to the Supreme Court. Oh yeah, we need to get our own laws, and they make it so much more difficult. But I don't understand what the end game here is. Yeah, and I mean the the um, what do you call it? Our rights are clear and simple, right? The right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. So any law unless you're in New Jersey, an infringement. Yeah, right. But, it, yeah, like every law they make is an infringement and they're unconstitutional and we can get them overturned. But somebody's got to spend the money and go and fight it and spend the time in the courts and it's going to take years. I so think. even if, yeah, even if you do, even if we do fight it, it they'll get, get their way immediately. You know, I think we're getting to the point where people are going to start, you know, going to court and fighting it. Because, again, you know, what choice is this? This is just from a common sense standpoint. If the bad guys have guns then the good guys need to have guns. But there's this fear. And I get the instantaneous, you know, first time you walk in a room and you see people with guns, you know, what's this? But then you realize, you talk to them, you realize that, you know, they're the nice people, they're friendly people, they're not to hurt anybody. If anything, they're out to protect people. Or if anything, they're out to protect themselves and their families. 1-800-283-101.5. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. You know, something. It's, it's it's topics like these that just like you know depress the hell out of me. And when I get depressed, I need to be cheered up by a man who knows what he's talking about. But I can't find him, so I'm going to put Anthony on instead. Oh, just shot below the gut right there. <laughs> yeah, at least expect it. Expect it. Shot to the belly. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, pal. You too, my guy. Listen, do you happen to know what the per capita numbers are for gun violence in, in Jersey as opposed to other states? What are the per capita numbers? Did you look them up? No, I didn't. I, was, I just thought about it. Just Somebody it. called earlier and said that, you know, in states where you're not allowed to have guns, the murder rate is higher, and that just makes sense to me. But, I mean, it just, I'm just talking from a common sense standpoint. Yeah, I, I get it. Um, but let me ask you a question. What would be the advantage of the open, like I was in Connecticut, everybody in Walmart has a gun on their hip. Okay. What would be the advantage? the advantage of that here in Jersey? The, the here, open carry, have a gun on your hip. Here's what I think would be the advantage. Guy, guy, walks into, guy walks into a room. Guy walks into a bar, and he's got a gun. And if he looks around and he sees everybody else has a gun, he may put his away and leave. Right? True. But what about the guy who comes in with his gun? Right. He's, he's, a, he's a normal dude. He right. sees a bunch of other people with that gun, and he starts to get nervous. Nah, he's not going to get nervous because the responsible gun owner who's got a permit understands the responsibility of the permit. You know, and, and, and you know, what they've you know, the, gun, the gun enthusiast doesn't have a problem with that. They're at firing ranges. They see people with guns all the time. And if they walk in, they see other people with guns. Okay, should anything go wrong, we're better protected in this room. Then we are if the guy, if he's the only guy with the gun. And, 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 and you know, look, just look at, pick up, you know, go online. Pick up any Jersey website and just see all the stories of gunman this, gunman that, gunman this, robbery this, held up that, carjack. Well, why do you think that is? Can you go in like you can in PA? Can you go into, um, without a permit and buy a rifle for your house or a shotgun for your house? In New Jersey, I don't think you can. There's a whole process you have to go through. You know, you can in Pennsylvania. You can do that. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you don't need the permit to buy, you buy a shotgun for the house. I'm not sure about a rifle, but, you know, if you want to blow somebody's thigh off, mm-hmm. you can do that in Philly. And uh, I don't know if legally, you know, what would happen, but you can buy a shotgun 
See, I'm, I'm not sure how that works in Jersey. But, Anthony, thanks for the call. I'll find out. Anybody know? Give me a call. Can you just walk in and buy a rifle or buy a shotgun in New Jersey? Do you have to have a permit for it? 1-800-283-101.5. I'm dealing from simple common sense. And it just seems to me like this whole assembly, it's a childish reaction. Because they didn't get their own way. Because somebody, you know, a, a Supreme Court judge you know, in New York ruled against them, and they're upset, and this is how they're going to react. Oh, yeah? We're going to pass laws. We're going to make it even tougher to own a gun. We'll show you. Okay, what are you showing me? You know, show me the crime statistics in New Jersey. You know, show me the person who's in that room when the guy pulls the gun in a church, in a school, in a store, anywhere. Show me that person. Where's Governor Murphy then? Oh, our, our, the hearts go out to the good souls. Come on. Come on. Uh, hey, Jersey. What a football season as we enter another exciting week, plus college and pro hoops are back and hockey, too. Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app, the official sportsbook of the diehard Jersey, New York, and Philly sports fan. Safe, secure, easy to use, everything you want in a digital casino and sportsbook. Join Bet Parks with me now. It's the only casino and sportsbook app I recommend. Bet the birds are big blue every week. And we'll bet all your favorite college teams, live in-game betting. You bet on the action as it happens. Download the Bet Parks app right now. You users can get up to $750 in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet is not a winner. BetParks.com is all the terms and conditions. Sportsbook and casino all in one amazing app. Bet on more than the score. Bet bet on player performances like who scores touchdowns, points, rebounds, assists, goal scorers, and more. BetPark Sportsbook and Casino app where odd slots, bets, and games all come together right in your pocket. Join me with BetParks right now. Must be 21 in President Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Jersey Radio. Every holiday season, New Jersey 101.5 collects teddy bears for the state and PBA, New Jersey State PBA. We call them Feel Better Bears. You can help New Jersey police make kids feel better during emergencies with a teddy bear hug. To find your closest bear drop-off location or buy a bear online, visit our app or nj1015.com. Thanks to our sponsors, the All-American Auto Group, Rob Dukansky of Remax First Advantage, and Trinity Rehab. This holiday, give a child a Feel Better Bear. And thanks from all of us at New Jersey. 101.5. The station that asks, should legal gun owners be allowed to openly carry in New Jersey? Actually, I'm asking that. Steve Trebleese. The station, you know, everybody, you know, that's where they run that thing before every show. You know, the opinions of the hosts are that of the host. And my opinion is, doesn't it just make sense to level the playing field if you're in a situation where the bad guy has the gun and you don't or no one around you does? Uh... Who can help? Let's talk to uh, Mark is in Brick on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mark. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Listen, the Assembly has to recognize that they're making us feel, the law-abiding citizens, feel like criminals. That they have to start, I mean, how are they so miseducated and that we're electing these people to run our state? That they don't recognize that the criminals won't care. They don't care at all. And so they're going to do what they can to hurt us. And so we should have the right to protect ourselves. It's in the Constitution. So where in their minds are they getting this information from? Social justice teams that are pulling fake reports and making whatever they can to make this happen? Well, why don't they get rid of their security? Right? Governor Murray, everybody, right? You know, all the politicians, get rid of your security. Get rid of the Secret Service. Get rid of everybody that protects you. And level that playing field. And see how you feel. 
exactly. It's unfair to us. And, and I hope the assembly that are listening, whether you're Democrat, you're Republican, undecided, we're paying attention. We're educating ourselves. You know, it's so simple to just go on Google and get the truth, right? Well, yeah, it's never been easier. But again, Mark, this is just simple common sense. This isn't gun enthusiast or, you know, people have an image of uh, what they think gun owners are or who they think gun owners are. And gun owners have an image of what they think, you know, the left is and all. This is just simple common sense. This is people. You know, more and more we see crime going through the roof. We see people not wanting to be police officers because of all the restrictions they put on them. We see cops retiring. And we're sitting there going, what the hell are we supposed to do? Oh, make it harder for people to get guns. Okay, great. Now what? Exactly. I mean, I own a small business in Brick. We've had to call the cops multiple times uh, recently in the past couple months. And my wife runs the store by herself. So I can't ima- like, imagine how I feel right now. And, and she would have to go through all this to protect our store, to protect our livelihood, to protect herself. It's frustrating. And so, you know, the problem is, is that these, these lawmakers out here are, are miseducating their voters, are feeding into this miseducation. And so we should have fact checkers against them. We should start holding them to the exact same playing field. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully now, you know, we can do that. Mark, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. You know, we, we do have a say. It's called voting. It's called educating yourself. It's called finding out what's going on and not just let the same people have their way. You know, you've got people in political office that have been around for hundreds of years. Bob Menendez, <laughs> Cory Booker. I mean, they just don't go anywhere. And uh, but But still, it's just... It's up to us as individuals. 1-800-283-101.5. And to expand on what was just said, so then if the cops actually do catch the criminal, then the criminal gets all the rights. And uh, he must have had a bad childhood. He must have had a tough life. It wasn't easy being him or her. So therefore, let's show leniency. Let's catch and release. And let's, uh, what the hell are we doing? But again, this, this whole thing is just about the idea that if somebody has a gun, or if a bad guy is going to pull a gun in a public place, and the thought is in their head that other people, good people in that room, may also have guns and be better using them, maybe they wouldn't do such a thing. 1-800-283-101.5. Nick and Larry and Mike and Joe and David were taking us into the next hour. Jominski and Doyle. I listen to you guys every day, so I appreciate you guys keeping me entertained on the radio. Wow. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks, Bernardo. So wait, we're supposed to be entertained? <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. Weekday afternoons, 2 till 7 on New Jersey 101.5 and NJ1015.com. Hey, WKXW Trenton. WKX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number to talk to me on. Steve Trevelace. Two days before Thanksgiving and all through the House, we're debating the gun laws, which have been changed by the left at lunch. I mean, uh, it just doesn't make sense. The Supreme Court says uh, we should be able to carry in New Jersey, conceal, carry, whatever, however you want to do it. 
And uh, the founding fathers say good idea, but the state of New Jersey, Governor Murphy, the legislature say bad idea. And uh, they have now come up with a bill, which they got through the Assembly, and now it goes on to the Senate, heavily restricting the uh, rights of gun owners. It requires more comprehensive background checks, people to go through training, buy liability insurance, raising the cost for the permits, prohibit permit holders from carrying guns in many areas deemed sensitive, among them places of worship, which means in those places, should there ever be guns, only the bad guys shall have them. Uh, how do you feel about that? 1-800-283-101.5. I have a uh, Twitter poll up. Should legal gun owners be allowed to openly carry in New Jersey? 68.5% say yes. 31.5% say no. 181 votes. Nick is in Easton, Pennsylvania on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Nick. Hi, Steve. How are you? Good. How you doing? Good, good, good. I was... Uh... I was originated from uh, New Jersey, okay, right. Right. and I I was I'm 53 years old right now, okay? okay. So you know when I was 18 years old, I bought my guns back then because I'm a hunter, okay, right? And I hunt, okay. Right. So that's I'm what hunters do. Gun to hunt, you know, and I, I I like the tradition. I love the tradition. You cannot kill it. Never kill American tradition of of you know. Getting your own beast—it's the best thing ever. Okay? Do you uh, shoot your own turkey on Thanksgiving? No, well, I haven't got a turkey yet, but I'm trying. <laughs> or, or do you do you go to Shoprite, having spent three hundred dollars over the course of the year, and hunt down that turkey in the frozen food section? Yeah, but uh, you know the gun laws are very strict in New Jersey. You know. I got my gun. I got a couple guns in New Jersey, but you know I carry in Pennsylvania because now I resided to Pennsylvania. Right. So now we carry in Pennsylvania. Okay. Right. And that's the thing. Okay. The thing between New Jersey and Pennsylvania, I think New Jersey is a lot about liberals. They're very liberal-related. Okay. They believe in peace only. Okay. Okay, but how do you achieve the peace? I mean, what do you talk them into it? I mean, the system is flawed in that even if you're able to get there and get the gunman, he's going to walk. I know it is. I know it is. But the thing is, every state around New Jersey has the has carry permits. Okay. Mm -hmm. Except Massachusetts and Connecticut. Okay. Every other state you could carry. Okay. New York City, you can't carry. Okay, I could walk. How's that working out? That I want and carry. Okay, and the people walk up to you and they say, "Oh, you know, whether it's a male or female. If it's a male, then you say, oh, what's that gun called? Because that's a nice carry gun.' Yeah, I could walk into a shop, right? I could walk into anywhere's and carry. And I'm only." 15 miles away from the border. And you're not out to hurt anybody. You're not out to impose your will. You're not out to scare anybody. And people see you and they accept you and they're not worried about you, right? They're not intimidated by you. Yeah, they're not. They're not. That's that. That's key. I'm from New Jersey and going to Pennsylvania. And if you're in a restaurant and you're open carry, there's two different ways to do it. You could be open carry or concealed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Concealed is the weapon is not Visible. virtually there. Right. Okay. It's not there. 
okay? Open carry in the summertime. Obviously, you don't have a long sleeve shirt on or, or dungarees. You're short. Yeah, Nick, thanks for the call. People see it, and they get used to it, and it's not a problem. Uh, David's in Wrightstown on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, David. Hi. David? Hi. Oh, how you doing, David? I'm doing pretty good. All right, what are you thinking? All right, but it's early, Ed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are you thinking? Uh, what I, I think, I think I, I totally agree with the uh, with the uh, with the new law that uh, there's certain places there's certain places that uh, gun owners, gun owners, legitimate gun owners, should not carry the gun. There's no need to carry a gun in the And where would those places be? I'm, for example, a department store, a music festival, a shopping center. Okay, but here's the problem. What if the bad guys show up and they have a gun? Okay, well, let me drop this scenario for you. Go ahead. You're the one. David, your your signal is cutting out. I really want to have this conversation. Can you take two steps to the left? Okay. uh, How about that? Raise your left foot. (laughs) All right, go ahead. Oh, the the other left? Yeah, the other left, right. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) <laughs> you actually sounded better. I don't know why. Uh, but no, go ahead. Go ahead. Give me the scenario. Okay. Uh, so, okay so you're at the, at the Walmart on Saturday night, right? Right. You have a gun on your hip. Your right. wife has a, a, a gun in her purse. Right. And you have the kids with you. Okay. You hear shots in the parking lot, right? Right. Then you hear shots inside the store. Right. Now, uh, as, as you gather the children together, you, you uh, go over to the next file and you see a man of, let's just say he's of Middle Eastern descent. Now, he's got a gun out. Okay. Now, what is to stop you from shooting that guy because you think that he's the perpetrator who, who's fired the gun? That's a very good question. It's a very good point. Exactly. Okay, exactly. but but again, that's, 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 what? All right. Yeah. So so that's that's the scenario. So what if so many people have guns on the bad guy? Then what you have to do is you're going to have to use your head in that situation. You're going to know who fired the gun. I don't know. If that, if well, that, how, the, how do you know? How do you know? How, how because because here's the thing. I, I I just I just moved back to the United States. I lived in Europe for 20, okay. uh, 22 years. You lived where? I don't know. I lived in Europe. I lived in Norway. Okay. For 22 years. Right. And I, I don't know. Are there are there any? What what are the what are the uh, prerequisites for owning owning a gun? Are there are there uh, regular? Is is a gun owner required to be a member of a gun club? Is he required to go through shooting tests? Is it required to go through training, yearly training? This and, bill and, would require comprehensive background checks, require people to go through training, well, buy well, liability insurance, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, but let's say having done well, that. Basic, tra- basic training is one thing, but, but once you learn how to use a gun, it's just like just like anything else like with a police officer. They can maybe make, go through basic training, but every year they have to go through a shooting course to, to maintain their shooting skills. What about private gun owners? And, and that's the thing that scares me because you know, even, even, though, even though you may be allowed to carry a gun, what makes a person proficient in, in using that gun? And, yep. and another thing that really bothers me is that these right. semi, semi-intelligent semi callers that you have calling in, reading off half of the Second Amendment. It's, and I do agree it says the, the right of the people to keep and bear arms. But it also says the beginning of the Second Amendment is a, well-regu- a well-regulated militia, right. in, 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 uh, which is in the necessity to keep the... the All right, David, let me ask you this. How many of these David, David, wait, hold on, Dave, Dave, I'm trying to ask you a question, Dave. Okay. Come on. All right. In a, just simple common sense, 
Right. If if only the bad guy has the gun. If the bad guy's got right. the gun and he realizes there are other people in the room with guns, they may not be as hesitant to pull their gun or to commit the crime, or at least the playing field is level. Granted, there's the possibility that someone could get hurt, but there's also that possibility to a larger extent if nobody else has the gun, right? Well, then... Well, yeah, I, or do you believe that the criminal is going to legislate who gets hurt and who doesn't? No, I, I, I understand your point totally. Okay. Then that's where we have that's where we have to widen the, the, the gun man, so we have to limit the kind of guns that are available. You know what? Anything anything beyond what we've got now would be an improvement. Thanks <laughs> for the call to New Jersey, right? One hundred one point five. Right now, it's like no guns whatsoever. Only the bad guys get to have them, and the security. For those who are writing these bills, right? Those guys, the guys, the the cops who guard these guys, they get to have guns. Uh, 1-800-283-101.5. Your thoughts? You know, and David raised some very good points. How do you feel about this? You know, should gun owners be allowed to carry in New Jersey? Supreme Court says so. Founding Fathers said so. Governor Murphy and uh, the left says no. Where are you? 1-800-283-101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelis. Here's New Jersey 101.5. Fast traffic. Weather brought to you by Carl's Fencing, Decking, and Home Improvements. Drafty windows lead to higher energy bills. Call the pros at Carl's to ensure your windows are draft-free. Stormy weather can wreak havoc on your roof. Carl's can help keep your home safe and warm all winter long. Carl's keeps you surrounded by the best. Go to buycarls.com today. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis. Should legal gun owners be allowed to carry in New Jersey? 193 votes, 68.9% say yes, 31.1% say no. But more importantly, what do you say? Mike is in Monroe on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mike. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Good, how are you, pal? I'm all right, I'm all right. I'm just listening to what's being said, and the other side of the argument just isn't informed. They, They don't know you know, what they're talking about. Which side are you on so we know who the other side is? You should be able to carry. Okay. The ruling was very clear. There's nothing to argue about. The Bruin decision was crystal clear. Until they got it and screwed it up. Right. And, you know, the qualification process, that's been around for decades. And the same that civilians, civilians and law enforcement have the exact same qualification, first of all. And it's been around for decades. Okay. And if people think that uh, law enforcement is any more trained, they're simply not. When a recruit goes into the academy, they spend one week doing firearms. They either pass or fail. And if they pass, that's the only week out of, if the, depending on, you know, who they went for, the state police or corrections. How long they're there? They're only spending a week on it. But they do go back constantly and go to the shooting range and keep tra- keep sharp, right? They do. Every year they requalify, and the way that it's set up here right now is every two years you have to requalify if you're a civilian. So I mean, and there's reasonable people on the two A community that said, okay, if you want me to requalify every year, I'm, I don't have a problem with it. You know what I mean? Right. But to turn around and just say you're going to make everywhere a sensitive place and no one could carry and after But then what are you actually doing? It's it's kind of like the smoking laws, right? You can smoke anywhere you want except for all these places then nobody's able to smoke anywhere anymore. Exactly. You know, and, and but the idea is that you know it, it goes completely against the ideas. Like, okay, it, it's just it's almost like a, like a knee-jerk reaction, like a child 
kicking his feet and throwing a temper tantrum because they didn't get their own way. No, that's exactly what it is. And then, you know, you've had some things said over the past, like, few weeks as these assemblymen have been meeting and this bill's been put forth. One of the things I think that John McKean said was, do we want those people in Trenton and Newark and Camden and – do we want those people to carry? All right. See, the thing is, like, I don't want to. I don't want to get into put words into other people's mouths that I didn't hear. No, 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 but no, I, no. but I, but I understand what you're saying. But this is, you know, this should see. This is just simple common sense, Mike. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. You know, very, very simple. Should we be able to? You know, the country was founded on this. We should be able to. The Supreme Court ruled, and now the government is saying no. All right, we'll give you your ruling, but we're going to adjust it. And then they get the assembly to go along with it, and now it's up to the Senate. But then again, it comes down to we the people, because all these people that are making these decisions, all these people that are, you know, uh, pushing these bills, they have protection. Not you. Luke is in Basking Ridge on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Luke. Hey, what's up? You are. What are you thinking? I am against them putting restrictions on people having guns of their own and carrying them around with them. Okay. Are you a gun enthusiast? Um, not particularly. I don't have one yet because of all the jump-throughs you have to do to get one. Right. But I uh, plan on getting one, like, soon. Okay. Yeah. See, the thing is... You know, we need at least to have the ability, the option to protect ourselves if we want to. And yeah, it shouldn't like, be that right difficult. Right now, they put, like, they, they're all deferring responsibility for their own safety onto, like, the government and onto other people when it used to be, like, you take your own responsibility into your own hands. Like, Well, the government doesn't want you taking responsibility. They want to take responsibility for you, then you become dependent on the government. Don't you? We'll raise your children. We know what to do. You don't know what to do. Trust us. Like it says. Like those student loan forgiveness things. Like you took responsibility. You wanted to go to school to get a better degree to go to college. Right. And And college didn't work out. You still got to pay the loan. Yeah. Uh, Well, that's the thing. You know, but again, it's all about getting votes. But this is more about survival. And this is about the option to be able to control your own survival or your own safety in a world where it's getting harder and harder to protect yourself and also to be protected when you consider the limitations of the police force and the trouble they have getting cops. Luke, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Larry Joe, I'm going to give you more time. 1-800-283-101.5. Supreme Court said in June that Americans have the right to carry firearms in public for self-defense. That struck down a New York gun law. Decision came out as Congress and the states debated gun control legislation. So in reaction, the New Jersey State Assembly passed legislation that makes it even tougher for legal gun owners to carry a firearm. You can see who voted, for whom, uh, for what at nj1015.com. Michael Simons has the article. The bill requires more comprehensive background checks, requires people to go through training and buy liability insurance, raising costs for the permits. Uh, you got to do 300 push-ups, stand on your left foot, balance a, a spoon on your nose. I'm making that stuff up. Am I actually doing your update? I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't realize this. Were you going to have this in the news? Guys? No, no, you're not stepping on my toes at all. Oh, well. Well, in that case, the easiest way to say this is what he said. 
Traffic is also brought to you by New Spine. Dealing with horrible neck and back pain, Dr. Branco at New Spine is ready to help you get back to a better life. Just call 888-4-BRANCO today for a location near you. That's 888-4-B-R-A-N-K-O. Steve Trouble Ace. Should legal gun owners be allowed to openly carry in New Jersey? 209 votes, 69.4% say yes, 30.6% say no. Uh, all right, so what goes into getting a gun in New Jersey? Joe is in Metuchen on New Jersey Auto 1.5. Hi, Joe. How you doing, Steve? I'm good, pal. Thanks for waiting. Good. Uh, yeah, well, before, the guy was talking about uh, buying a rifle or a shotgun. Right. All you need is a firearms ID card. Okay. Go online that? and fill it out. Uh, I think it, they direct it to the state police website, but they're administered through the local police department. Okay. So once you get your firearms ID card, you, I guess there's a fee now. I don't know. I got mine over 30 years ago, but um, you can have that firearms ID card and a driver's license and you go into any gun shop and you can buy a legal gun, shotgun, or rifle. You know, there's some restrictions on barrel lengths and everything, but you can buy a gun, and that's all you need. All right. Uh, I, I believe you have to wait, like when you purchase it, because they got to run the background. They check. do background checks and all that. It takes, it takes maybe a day or two or longer if there's a big wait or whatever, but you can get the gun. Now, if you want to buy a handgun, right. you have to apply for a, a, a handgun permit. So you need your firearms ID card, driver's license, and the handgun permit. Same thing, you apply, and you, it's like a $2 permit. You, and, again, that's administered through your local police department. Right. You get that, and then that's good for – it used to be good for 90 days, and you can get a 90-day extension. Now it's basically good for 180 days. And you can buy get a couple permits at a time if you want to, but you can only buy one handgun – Every 30 days. So if you buy a handgun first of the month, you can't buy another handgun till the next month. You know, they don't want you buying 20 handguns at one time and, you know. Start your own army. Yeah, right. But you can do it over time. Right. No problem. No, I get it. So now how do you feel about this legislation? Uh, I think you should be able to carry, you know, if, if you can carry Anywhere in the state, you, you know, if you can carry here, why can't you carry there? Now, if you do something wrong with it, then you got to pay the price. But, you know, the criminals are going to have them, like you've been saying. And the bad guys got them, you know. And like That's you said, the problem. if a bad guy knows there's going to be, you know, there could be out of 10 people, there could be four or five of them carrying the gun. He's going to think more than once about, you know, using it. Well, just the idea that, yeah, and just the idea that if he's going to bring it, there may be people there already. Then you got the same problem. Joe, thanks for the information. Uh, and thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. Larry's in Lakehurst on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Larry. Hey, Steve. Listen, Steve, I've been in this fight for the Second Amendment for over 30 years. Right. And so many times we've here heard um, legislators Media people say, quote, I believe in the Second Amendment, but, and that but always leads to logic that just drives me crazy. But that is no longer applicable, thanks to the sponsor of this New Jersey bill, Joe Danielson, who three weeks ago came clean, and that but 
is no longer applicable because of this paragraph that I'm going to read to you from Joe Danielson, and it is verbatim. Quote, the last thing I want to say, people, and some of my own Democrats have commented to me, this does nothing to stop the illegal gun trade or the criminal illegal possessions or criminal content. You're right. This doesn't. It was never supposed to address that. This is addressing the legal, law-abiding, responsible citizens. That is what it is designed to do. Exactly. Unquote. Unquote. So now, thanks to Mr. Danielson, who I'm sure wishes he could turn back the clock and take back that quote. And this quote is not being um, disseminated all over the place because of its powerful content that they're coming clean and saying it has nothing to do with criminality. It has to do with the legal firearms owner, the people who were addressed in the original Bill of Rights, Second Amendment. The founding fathers didn't put it number two on that Bill of Rights because they thought it was an incidental right. They put it there because they knew how important it was, and it was important to who? The people. The people, exactly. Larry, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Andrew's in Burlington on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Andrew. Hey, how's it going, bud? Good, how are you? Good, good, how you doing? How are you thinking? So, um... Yeah, I uh, I agree with all the other callers so far that I've heard. Um, my 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 thing is uh, a firearm is an inanimate object, and uh, it's not going to grow legs and kill somebody. Oh, guns don't kill people. People kill people. Exactly. Okay, but here's the thing: Take, taking your argument, right? Guns don't kill people. People kill people. If there are more people in the room that don't want anybody dead, they have a better chance of survival. Okay, that's true, but um, my 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 objection is that how many car how many people die from car crashes and fatalities? You know what I mean? Like, what is? I don't see your analogy. What has that got to do with it? No, what I'm saying is like, no matter what happens, no matter. Okay, so take the guns away from everybody. Okay, a person is willing to kill somebody. If they're going to kill somebody, they're going to kill somebody. Doesn't matter. Look at London. They're out. No, there. no, I I understand that. I, I get that. But this so, is but the, I, I but, but Andrew. We're, we understand, we're dealing with just the gun part of it. Yeah, if somebody wants to kill somebody, they're going to kill somebody. There they are other ways. And as far as the cars go, you know, this is a, you know, this is a situation where, again, you have the right to bear arms. You have the right, you know, the Supreme Court said that we should, you know, we can carry. And they're saying now, no, now you got legislation against it. The problem is the only people benefiting from that legislation are the bad guys. Yes. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. This is Eric Scott. Steve Trevelyse. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. New Jersey weather brought to you by New Spine. Dealing with horrible neck and back pain. Dr. Branco at New Spine is ready to help you get back to a better life. Just call 888-4-BRANCO today for a location near you. That's 888-4-B-R-A-N-K-O. All right, we've been talking about this now uh, since I got in here. Should legal gun owners be allowed to openly carry in New Jersey? Vince August is a former municipal court judge turned comedian. He's very funny. I had him on a couple of weeks ago. He kind of touched on uh, the gun situation. New Jersey, they want to pass a law 
where you can keep your gun unloaded under the floorboards, sealed with a rug over it, a chair over that, the bullets next door at your neighbor's house, the key for the key lock on the trigger at another neighbor's house. Hold on. Hold that thought. I'll be right back, Mr. Criminal. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Charlie's in Old Bridge on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Charlie. Hello there. How are you? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. Uh, I want to say I agree with what everybody's saying pretty much. I'm close now. I'm actually going for fingerprinting tomorrow for the carry concealed license. Right. It's the last thing I have to do. Uh, I've had guns for 15 years. I've never owned a holster. It's the first time I owned a holster because I do the right thing. I could have been. I could have carried a dirty gun and and you know put it in my pants like. On the movies, but I never did. I did the right thing. Right, and and that's the thing. If only the only the bad guys are in the good place to have a gun. I don't want to be a cop. The test was hard. The shooting test was the state police test. Shooting from twenty five yards, uh, shooting from a weak hand, shooting with one hand. Things I never did, but I did. I passed the test. Again, I'm just an avid shooter, and uh, I believe in you know in protection. I'm not looking to get crazy. But, right. And and there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to have a gun in the United States of America, a country that allows you to have one. You know, people have this image that if, if, if people were able to buy guns, that I guess people who don't know people who are gun enthusiasts or have guns or, you know, it's like they're afraid of them. And they, they lump them in with the criminals, you would think, because they're so afraid of people, you know, honest people like you, law-abiding citizens, being able to carry a gun. Where, if anything, it could be our last line of defense in some situations. But the fees, too. Where are the fees going? From a $2 fee now, it's going to be 25 and And the other $50 fees, why, why do you increase in fees? Where's that money supposed to go? They just want money. What is they don't want you to do it. That's why. Yeah, they don't want you to do it, and that's why they're doing this. I guess so. Nah, Charlie, it's horrible. Antoinette is in Union City on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Antoinette. Hey, Steve. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Okay. Um, I agree that New Jersey uh, people who own guns should carry. Okay. I agree, too. I agree, too. It makes absolutely no sense that we can't. Most of the states are allowed to carry Florida, Texas, and what have you, and uh, you don't hear anybody really going crazy per se. And the criminals are car- uh, getting guns that are illegal, and we need people, you know, who own guns need uh, some type of uh, defense, you know. And I think that uh, the New Jersey people who do own guns, they should go through like a little class mm-hmm. and make sure, you know, that they're okay. Maybe do them, uh, you know, a little psychological test. And then we should be able to carry. And then what I'm uh, what I'm worried about is though, what happens if you go into a store and something like buffalo happens and somebody comes in and starts shooting up the store? Well, I mean, in that situation, if something like that happened, it may not it may not be as likely to happen if the person going in intending to do the shooting, if it dawns on them that there could be people inside that store that could shoot back. Exactly. But these days, you know, you never know, you know, what can happen. But now the only thing is, if you do got a psycho that does walk in and starts firing, will the person that can carry 
will they be willing to put their life on the line to actually do that? Or would they just carry the gun for self-defense? Whether they do or not. You know, whether they do or not. And keep in mind, if they do, Anthony, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Criminal laws still apply. If something like that happened, there would be a trial. There would be an arrest. There would be a process. So it's not like, you know, it's not like the movies. But the fact of the matter is, if you're in a situation where only the bad guys can have the weapons, it puts the good guys at a disadvantage. And it really is as simple as that. And I think that, you know, people have this image of what a gun owner is who don't know gun owners. The idea that, you know, oh, we're going to talk about gun control. Oh, God, I see the guy in the white T-shirt at the kitchen table, the Formica kitchen table with the can of beer open. No, it's just normal people like you and me. You walk in a room, maybe the first time you walk in, you see people with guns. Like, oh, what's going on here? After a while, you get used to it. Go to Florida, go to Texas. It doesn't matter. And if anything, you say, well, you know what? You walk into a room, and uh, if you sense danger, and you look around, and you see people with guns, all right, you know what? Chances are I'm going to be protected here. Chances are somebody will be on my side of the fence. 1-800-283-101.5. New Jersey's News, Traffic, and Weather Authority. It's all right. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis taking you through till 11 o'clock tonight, as we do every week, every night, Monday through Friday. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Monday through Thursday, as we do. That's not the one I wanted. Hold on. Is this the one I wanted? Let me see. what I wanted. All right. We got Rob Brown in here. No relation. No relation to... Do you know how many people said that I have to name my kid Charlie Brown? Do they really? Yeah. I've got... Look, i got plenty of names. You ready? Charlie Brown. You got Bobby Brown. You got Chris Brown. And you also got James Brown. And I think that's it. I okay. Think, but yeah. So many people would say, well, you got to have four boys. you got to have Chris Brown, because that's the guy who punched Rihanna. Right. That's what everybody knows him for. Okay. And he's coming out with actually we a Christmas album. We all have your different claim. Yeah, they're Christmas Brown. You're Chris Brown in this album. <laughs> uh, so Charlie Brown has now been taken off the network television and is going to be on Apple TV. <clears throat> they are going to make it available for about four days so that yeah. anybody could watch it. The uh, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, the Charlie Brown Great Pumpkin, the Charlie Brown, the Charlie Brown. I don't know how many people, like you're 22, how much, how much of a role does Charlie Brown play in your life? So Charlie Brown is in my life because it's a tradition. And I, and I say that because, you know, during Halloween, we have to watch the Halloween special. During Thanksgiving, we got to watch... You know, the Thanksgiving special. And then during Christmas, of course, we got to watch the Christmas special. So you guys special. all get together as a family and watch it. Yeah. Even like, though you know what's going to happen, right? You know, you never got to the point where you're like, oh, I don't do that. Oh, no. It, don't you're worry. It. Family tra- traditions, it has to happen. Don't worry. It has to happen. So literally, I think it was yesterday I watched the Thanksgiving special. At, With the whole family. Yes. At, at the dinner table. My, At my, the dinner table. My mom set up the eye patch. She was like, we'll watch it. We'll watch it. Wait a minute. You guys watch it while you eat. 
Uh, it really depends. It really depends. That uh, my dad wasn't home yet because mm. when, when my dad is with us, we we usually have a you know a, like a discussion as a family, and we'll talk about you know how the day Over was. Over your family dinner, yeah, yeah. discussion, of yeah, family. So if my dad isn't, you know, home yet, you know, sometimes my mom will put on something like that. I mean, we've watched, uh, we've watched a couple other shows, but you know, it, it's it's a rare occurrence. Okay. Or oh, they're, they're watching the television over yeah. the dinner. Yeah. See, we do like the family dinner in my house is like pulling teeth, but we do it. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm a big believer in the family dinner, mm -hmm. a huge all my life family dinner. Now, me as a kid, family dinner was different. Family dinner, you had to be home by five o'clock. God forbid you were home at 501. You know, we ate dinner at 5 o'clock. Dad would scream out. You know, your mom would scream your name out. You had to come from wherever you were, and you better be there by 5 o'clock. And then after that, you know, you'd have the meal, and the whole family would get together. But in my house, family dinner when I was a kid was a reading, a reading from my mother to my father of all the things I had done wrong that day. <laughs> Really? Family dinner. Oh, be, you'd be eating, you know. Hey, your son really pulled a butte today. <laughs> what do <he> do? <laughs> and then, like, father, you know, don't, you, don't do that again. Uh, uh, you know, they'd be like, you know, oh, is that all you're going to do? What kind of a man are you? What kind of a father are you? Sure, that's what you're, that's what you're in the street. That's right. Gonna be like that. Just don't do it again. And she'd work him up, and I'd end up in trouble. I'm saying, wait a minute. But then again, but but that's family dinner back then. Yeah. yeah. I love the idea of family dinner. I love getting the family together. I love the idea, like you said, I watch Blue Bloods when they have the family dinner yeah. in every episode, right? We sit down, we discuss the events of the day. Family dinner in my house. I get them to the table. We, I, I got to leave at 6 o'clock. So if I get them to the table at 5.30, it's a big deal. And it's like they eat as fast as they can. Come here, it's like, could you like, can we have a little discussion? How's your day? How's your day? They got the man, they got the, turn off the cell phones. What do you mean turn off the cell phones? Can we have, but, but yeah, family dinner is like a lost tradition. And in my house, I, I, I love family dinner. Like I want to, I, I, I fight to keep family dinner and you do family dinner every night. Every night. How about that? Every night, yeah. Now, what's the secret? Like, don't you ever want to leave? Was there ever a point where you couldn't get away from the table fast enough? Oh, uh, believe me. Uh, that's that's kind of more my younger brother. My my younger brother is kind of like the same way, where he's, you know, can, can I be well, How old is he? He's 16. There you go. There yeah. you go. That's the age. That's the age. They, they couldn't get away from the table what's fast What's the matter enough. with him? What's the matter with him? I want to hear about his day. What's exactly. the matter with him? They want to talk, and they don't want to talk. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, and that, that's when I have to pull out the other stories of, you know, oh, you know, the other day I tripped down the step. You know, says something like that. Just, just, just to get the family dinner. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know, I went through, I went through this. one 800 Do you still have family dinner? More and more people, like my friend, my kids will tell me that their friends don't have family dinner. Really? That they don't eat at the table. They just come and go, eat when they're hungry, you know, as they please. But I'm a big proponent of family dinner. Well, if you weren't, a it doesn't fan. have to be a big meal, but just everybody at a certain time gathers at the table once a day. And the thing is, like, they get that interaction. They get the parental interaction. We all sit as a family. Yeah. We talk about things, uh, whether they want to or not. Sometimes we talk about things that, you know, they'll be interested in. And other times uh, we just, you know, talk about whatever.
Yeah, we usually try to keep it so that everybody can be in the conversation. I, I try to do that now mm-hmm. because, um, you know, it, it's just easy Well, how many people are in your family? Uh, well, when my sister is home, because now, my sister now lives in Hoboken, uh, it's five of us. Mm-hmm. It's me, Katie, Connor, and um, my mom and dad. All right, hold on. I want to know, one 800 do you still have family dinner in your house? No matter how old you are, young, old. You know, if you're, if you're a teenager, if you're 20, 30, 40, 50, kids, whatever. What's the family dinner situation like in your house? Guy, hung, guy called and he hung up. I want to know. Because I, I believe the family, I believe in family dinner. I believe, I, family dinner is something I fight for. And it's not a big deal. It doesn't have to be like a big Thanksgiving meal, like the big family dinner we're going to have. Yeah. And that, and that kind of like, if you have family dinner every night, it makes Thanksgiving family dinner is so much easier oh we, we go even higher yeah. like for instance if it's like christmas we do this thing where um like christmas eve if we have people over uh we do this thing where uh it's a it's i think it's an english tradition it's called a cracker a cracker yeah and and what is that so it's it's like this little tied up thing and you have to pull it and it um it has it first of all it makes a little spark noise and you get a little crown mm-hmm. and it comes with a little toy Really? Yeah, and we do that Christmas Eve. You and do I, and that on Christmas Eve. Yeah, and I try to wear it every uh, for, for for the entire time. The so you don't do the seven fish. You no. do the uh, cracker. No, no. See, the Pepperidge Farm cracker would count as a seven fish, like a goldfish. Yeah, yeah, it would. That could be right. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. What is family dinner like in your house? Tim is in Tom's River on New Jersey one zero one point five. Tim, you do family dinner? Absolutely. How does how does it work? Every night, my wife doesn't do it. She gets she has a panic attack. We have to do it all the time. All right, man. Eight a nine year old. Right. Nine year old, seven year old, three year old. No tablets. One on one. Uh, lose twelve on the rate on the TV, and uh, we eat whatever she cooks. All right. So now, do you have conversation, or you just watch the television? Absolutely. The kids got to go through the rundown. I got to know what they did at school. I got to know what they ate for lunch. I got to know if they got a red, purple, or a yellow. What's a red, purple, or a yellow? Oh, that's their behavior in school. Oh, okay. Uh, So now what happens when they get the red? I imagine the red is the bad one, right? No tablets. Brush your teeth twice. Brush your teeth twice? Brush your teeth twice. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Now, did you do family dinner when you were a kid? Is this your idea or your wife's idea? It's both of our idea, and, I re- and I'm 42, uh-huh. and I remember watching the A-Team on a 5-inch TV on black and white on my kitchen table where I grew up. Because you had family dinner. Up in the nook in the kitchen. Ah, uh, you got it, Tim. Good stuff. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Who has family dinner? What is family dinner like in your house? Do you still have family dinner, or is it a lost art? Is Thanksgiving going to be the first time you get together with your immediate family as well as your regular family, and you just eat on the fly, come and go, willy-nilly? Is that a good idea? Or do you actually have a sit-down meal with you? your kids, or you, and your parents, however old you are. 1-800-283-101.5. Rob does the family dinner. I do the family dinner. And I'm telling you, man, with my kids, it's like, oh, nobody does this. Well, guess what? You do. <laughs> it's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. 
Travel Ace. Hi, 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. We were going to talk about Charlie Brown, and we still will. But uh, the idea of family dinner, because Rob Brown, my producer, my 22-year-old producer, still has family dinner. I have 16-year-old twins, and we have family dinner. And I understand that family dinner is like a thing of the past. Family dinner, passe. Family dinner, like, you still have family dinner. Well, I still have family dinner. Do you still have family dinner? What is family dinner like in your house? 1-800-283-101.5. What was it like in your house? Are you able to, like, reproduce? Are you able to replicate the family dinner that you grew up with? Like, I'm interested, like, if you, when you were a kid at family dinner, and the dynamic was different then. Parents were different then than they are today. We're a lot smarter. We're a lot more. I, I believe that we, as a generation, are a lot smar- um, more open-minded, let's say, than our parents. Now, I'm talking about my generation. Yeah. Your generation has got to be different. I imagine your parents are a lot more open-minded to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think I so. I grew up in the very strict household, and you know. But uh, Peter is in Lawrence on New Jersey 101.5. Hello, Peter. Hello, Stephen. How are you? Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. What do you think? Now, what was family dinner like family in the, the dinner Peter household? Was mother and father cooking all day? Right. Kids watching football. Right. Starting at well, not every night, not Thanksgiving family oh, dinner, just regular family dinner. Family dinner was every night. It was normal. Okay. We had a normal childhood. You got. We had two rooms. We had the kitchen. Right. We had the dining room. Right. If you couldn't fit at the kitchen, you ate at the dining room. Right. Five kids, mother and father. We discussed the day. We just discussed the business. Right. And we all got along. Yeah, and it kept everybody you together. Know, and then we'd have our little arguments. Right. We had the seven fishes. We but had again, that's Christmas Eve. I'm talking about just a regular family regular dinner. dinner. Regular my dinner. Dad, Monday, Tuesday night was regular Tuesday dinner. Tuesday night, my father would bring home veal. Okay. And make veal scallopini. Really? Or he'd go get a, a rib from Dutchie. Okay. And cook it in the oven, and we'd have prime rib on Sunday. Nice. See, we used to have the macaroni and chicken on Sunday. Macaroni yeah. Sunday was like macaroni. No, Monday was macaroni. Oh, see, with us, Monday was macaroni. Sunday was spaghetti bolognese. Spaghetti bolognese. All right, so, but, but, but you had dinner all together as we a family. We had dinner, and it's going to be the first time in 61 years mm-hmm. I will not have dinner with him. But me and my brother are going to have dinner with my mother at the nursing home. And you have a nice toast, a nice glass of wine to toast your dad. I'm going to sneak it in. Got it. Salute. Uh, yeah. Uh, Monday, Sunday. See, back then, like, the, the, every day in a regular menu. They used to have that commercial, Wednesday is Prince Spaghetti Day. Uh, really? It was a TV commercial with that. But, like, for us on Sunday, you would have macaroni. You know, red gravy and the prosciutto and the, the sausage and the prosciutto and all that. And then you would have, uh, after the macaroni, you, and that was the only, because every other week, every other day, you'd eat at night. And then on Sunday, you ate in the afternoon, like about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, man. And we would get the, the, the macaroni with the red gravy and the meatball and the sausage and all that. And then would come roast chicken. And that would be the, um, the Sunday dinner. Sunday, I would have, like, Chinese food. All right. 
<laughs> We'd still eat it as a family, too. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Literally, it's, it, we, we would crack open the uh, the fortune cookies, and, and you have to read out your do fortune. Do you eat it with the well. chopsticks? No. I can't, oh, my I gosh, can't do no. That, right, right. No, they I mean, tried to... rare innovate it with the chopsticks. tried to teach us in, um, in like, elementary school how to do it, because mm-hmm. we were celebrating a Chinese New Year in school, and I just couldn't do it. They're like, just hold it like a pencil, and I'm like, I can't do it. And I'd rather hold the fork. Why can't I just hold the fork? That's what I do. I, I hold the fork. All right, now, let, let's talk about this Charlie Brown thing. All right. Now, again, uh, we were talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. So, Charlie Brown... Is now leaving network. He's leaving network television. Yeah, he's he, going to Apple. Yeah, he usually it was a specific time during this year he would air on ABC. Right, and now the Apple's gonna let they're gonna air it publicly free for a couple of days, mm-hmm. but then you got to pay and you got to get the subscription. But the thing is, like, is anybody left watching network television? The business model for network television is becoming passe. Even the networks have their own streaming services. And every show that you can get on the network. Like if you watch NBC because you like Law and Order or SVU or the Chicago dramas and all that, well, excuse me, it's all on Peacock. You can also watch live on Peacock as well. Right. So it's all there for you. So you don't need the change channel, the regular network network television. But the thing is this, the business model, I mean, does anyone still watch network television? The idea that at 7.30 Wednesday night, we're going to run the Charlie Brown Christmas and everybody gathers around the television. Or is it like, why bother? And they're going to run it at 7.30 Wednesday night. I'm going to DVR it, and then I'm going to watch it at 8.30 when I could just fast forward through the commercials. A big example of mine is uh, my family loves this new show, Abbott Elementary. Right. Got got nominated for Emmys. I believe it also won Emmys. And it's also, you can watch it like like network television or appointment television where it's a set this day, but my family doesn't watch it. We wait until it's on... I believe it's on like Hulu or HBO Max. So you wait and, for the stream. And we wait for the stream, yeah. So you don't deal with the commercials. No. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I think that pretty soon, I don't know how they can do it because you're beaming out a signal as opposed to putting a, a stream. But I think the business model for network television is going to become passe, go out of style. It's gonna, because people say, why would I want to wait and sit through an hour show with all the commercials? Or even like those those syndicated channels like uh, Ion TV will run all the dramas and pack them with commercials. Yep. And you have no idea. You forget. There's so many commercials, you forget what you were watching. There's also times where those types of channels also like show movies. I mean, like I think TNT has like specific times where they show movies, and like my and dad, they're hacked to hell. Yeah, and my dad will put it on, and there'll be a commercial in between, and I'm like, what? What, what are we watching here? Like, you have no choice. You think the business model for network television mm-hmm. is going to go away? Because who? I mean, who says? They all have their own streaming services, right? Right. So the idea that, like, the only reason I could think of mm-hmm. to want to watch a live network would be the game, right? You, you know what? I, I recently got um, got rid of cable, but I got like the YouTube TV, which gives you like. 
you know, 65, 70 channels on TV as channels for the kids. But it's all like the sports channels and all the network stuff, like if, if anything's on live. So, like, I kind of hate to get rid of it. But you also think, like, where are they going to go? They got to, they, they got to, um, well, the figure YouTube out a TV better is the device. same thing, though, right? The YouTube TV is the same thing. Yeah. That's a streaming service. It's a streaming service that's, you know, not nearly what it costs for a month of cable and you don't get all the premiums, but you get like just the nuts and bolts, just like the basic channels that you need to watch a game on the weekend or whatever. Like, you know, I watch the World Cup all day before I come into work now. So like at least I can watch that live from somewhere instead of paying for every single network streaming service. It's just that's what I think is like. I think pretty soon, like you're gonna go on, see CBS, NBC, ABC, whatever, and instead of here's our schedule of shows, mm-hmm. here are all the shows. Yeah, now, pick what click you want. on what you want, watch it when you want, because on demand has got to be, and, and not only that, but why would you advertise on these shows knowing that they could fast forward through the commercials? Right, they're not even seeing your ad. They're not even seeing what you're. That's why a lot of those services too. They. Like, I know on the YouTube TV, when I have, like, Bluey running on a loop for my kids or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is, they'll just force ads, like, in the middle of the show. Oh, I hate that. And my my two-year-old looks at me like... What are you doing? Put it, you know, put, put the dog back on the screen. What are you doing? But so now they're like, they're not letting you fast forward. They're just shutting oh, down your throat. You're stuck with it. Yeah. yeah. They do that now. Like Peacock will do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, fast forward's been disabled. Yeah. They're like, no. <laughs> 9.30. Now the latest New Jersey News. 1.5, Steve Trevelisse. Go to nj1015.com. You will see the one thing that must definitely be on the Thanksgiving table. No matter what, I think you know what it is. We'll talk about it tomorrow night. Uh, Also, the seven best meatballs in New Jersey from Pika's Picks. Facebook blogger Mark Pico was on last night. And, oh, my God, not only does he give you the meatball, he gives you a description and why the meatball is so good. This man knows his meatballs. I was looking at the Facebook. Yeah. He he gave the full description and everything. And you know what? And you see the pictures? Oh, my God. Yep. All right. Um, I didn't believe 59 years ago today, uh, President Kennedy was assassinated. And the world was stopped. Uh, very few people could bring the world to their knees. Um, Kennedy, you know, was able to do that. Kennedy... In 1963, he and his wife, Jackie, the young, hip president, leading us, uh, you know, leading us to a a new time, a new era, the 60s. He promised to put a man on the moon. Uh, He was beloved, uh, you know, in America. And when he was, you know, he was assassinated and then uh, Lyndon Johnson took over. So they got this old guy in office. And everything goes back to kind of the way it was. At that time, in 1963, there were more 17-year-olds in the world than ever before. Really? Uh, yeah, because in 1946, everybody was so happy that World War II ended, they jumped in bed. That's and right. And thus, you had the baby boom generation. Uh, now, you have America with a lost leader, rudderless, you know, basically... Uh, with nowhere to turn. And uh, a few months later, a plane comes from Liverpool, which will change all that. 
yep. giving you four distinct personalities that you could latch on to. And the world will never be the same again. But every generation has their death that shook them to their core. And for many, many people, if you're in your 70s, I would imagine, or older, it was the assassination of John Kennedy. And that would be the beginning of like uh, the 60s where you had in 1963, November 22nd, April 8th, 1968, uh, Martin Luther King is assassinated mm -hmm. by James Earl Ray, who I once interviewed. Really? Uh, I interviewed James Earl Ray from prison. And he wrote a book. He proclaimed his innocence. I did the interview for YSP, and they tell you, you got 20 minutes, and that's it. So wow. you try to do this deal when you're the interviewer where you're trying to, like, you know, keep going. Maybe they'll, well, at, that, at exactly 20 zero, zero, click. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but, I got the, uh, but this is, um, and then in June 3rd of 1968, June 4th of 1968, Robert Kennedy was assassinated in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Uh but what I want to do here, we don't do this very often. We'll probably do it on December the 8th. Whose death, famous death, not personal relative, but who? what was the death of your generation? Whose death shook you to the core that spoke to your generation? You know, one 800 Like, whose would you be? You're 22. Mine would definitely have to be the passing of Kobe Bryant. So it, it's and it's kind of weird to say that because I mean you can't really compare you know like a, a no no it's not it's not about player, but. it's not about that it's just about you know everybody a personal the, the the most important person in their life that they lost and why yeah I mean I re, I remember when it when I got the news I was moving it I was moving back into my college dorm with right. all my buddies. And it was, you know, usually when the fraternity comes back and you guys are moving back in, it's a really rowdy and, and fun time. You're really talking to each other. How was your, you know, winter break? And it kind of went to like a hard halt when my friend Matt Mitten came into my room and he said, hey, guys, like Kobe Bryant just died. And I was like, what? Like, oh, you it was no a Sunday way. morning, like, right? You couldn't believe it. Yeah. And I mean, like, I remember thinking, because I mean, there's so many things about how hard he trained and how hard he worked and he just retired. So I was thinking to myself, like, hey, it can't be sickness because this guy, he's got to be healthy. And I heard it was a helicopter crash. And when you got more details about it and how, I mean, it, it was very tragic to me. And a lot of people were devastated and still people are to this day. I mean, sure. I remember like the whole, like, I remember like our whole campus, like right after that, I went to our dining hall right after that. And it was like silent. And usually at a dining hall, it's not. And it was, right. it was weird. Like, cause I remember like, I, I kept asking people, I was like, Hey, did like, did you hear the news of like Kobe Bryant passed away? And I even had a conversation with one of the chefs cause the chef looked like upset and usually you know they try to have like a smile or something and i was like all right why why the long face and they said you know well my favorite nba player just passed away kobe bryant so i mean he did the the him and his wife also made the decision of both of them couldn't be in the helicopter at the same time because then uh just in case of really? something like this yeah 
then that that was like one of the first things I heard, and that How like about that? that like struck a chord with me because it's like, oh my gosh, like that did happen, and you know, I I would probably have to say that one, and nothing like. Uh, like the Queen of England, I mean... No, well, you know what? Like I said, everybody has their own, you know, death that affected them the most. You know, and like I said, for the generation, you know, if you go back and you look at the footage, Walter Cronkite, who was where everybody got their news from, Walter Cronkite. Uh Uh, And in those days, the news people did not show emotion. And in a rare moment, you know, you see Walter Cronkite announce that they got word that President Kennedy was dead, and he takes off his glasses, and he wipes away a tear uh, on television. one 800 and then the whole thing afterwards with the funeral and little John John saluting the casket as it goes by. Uh-huh. Uh, 1-800-283-101.5. 59 years ago, President John F. Kennedy was assassinated, John Fitzgerald Kennedy. Whose death affected you? The most doesn't have to be, you know, a celebrity, a celebrity, but you know what I'm saying, like a politician, a singer, famous person, whatever. But whose death affected you the most that really shook you to your core that you weren't expecting it to happen? 1-800-283-101.5. Hey, Jersey, what a football season as we enter another exciting week. Plus, college and pro hoops are back in hockey, too. The Bed Park Sportsbook and Casino app, the official sportsbook of the diehard Jersey, New York, and Philly sports fans. Safe, secure, easy to use. Everything you want in a digital casino and sportsbook. Join Bed Parks with me now. It's the only casino and sportsbook app I recommend. Bet the birds or big blue every week. Bet all your favorite college teams. Live in-game betting. Get bet on the action as it happens. Download the Bet Parks app right now. New users can get up to $750 in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet is not a winner. BetParks.com is all the terms and conditions. Sportsbook and casino all in one amazing app. Bet on more than the score. Bet on player performances like who scores touchdowns, points, rebounds, assists, goal scorers, and more. Bet Park Sportsbook and casino app where odds, slots, bets, and games all come together right in your pocket. Join me with Bet Parks right now. Must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. New Jersey 101.5 collects teddy bears for the New Jersey State PBA. We call them Feel Better Bears. You can help New Jersey police make kids feel better during emergencies with a teddy bear hug. To find your closest bear drop-off location or buy a bear online, visit our app or nj1015.com thanks to our sponsors at All-American Auto Group. Rob Dukansky of REMAX First Advantage and Trinity Rehab. This holiday, give the child a feel-better bear. And thanks from all of us at New Jersey. 101.5, Steve Trevelis. 59 years ago, we lost. The man who said, ask not what this country can do for you. Ask what you can do for this country, John F. Kennedy. And I'm asking, whose celebrity death shook you the most? Could be a politician, singer, actor, whoever. Any famous person. Everyone in every generation has theirs. Uh, Ted, hold on. Dean is in South Brunswick on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Dean. Hi, Steve. Hey, good evening. Um, yeah, just listening to your show. And uh, so, the yeah, one of the celebrity, actually, well, it doesn't have to be a celebrity, but a famous person, Jam Master Jay. Uh, his death was kind of uh, surprising just because that was when, um, you know, I was a junior, a senior in high school, right. hip-hop was just getting very you know, popular, commercialized, and things like that, so a lot of people just, like, they reacted to it, even if they weren't hip-hop fans and things like that, but just music fans, so right. it was just a sh- shame that such a, a talented, you know, talented, very talented guy 
uh, it kind of sucks just seeing how anybody's vulnerable. Anybody can go. You never know. Yeah. How did he die? Oh, it was a shooting, I believe, of uh, some violence. That was, there was a lot of violence back then, right? And and that's the thing. For me, it was John Lennon. It was the same thing. It's senseless. It's like he was taken from us, you know? It was like not only like ripped from us. And it never should have happened. And part of the hardest, one of the hardest things about that is getting over that. You know what I mean? It's one thing you lost, you know, Master J, Grandmaster Jay. The other thing is the way you lost him. Because you yeah. weren't ready. He wasn't ready. This story should not have ended. And it did. Yeah, very sad. Yeah, Dean, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Ted is in Morristown on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Ted. Hi, it's Moorestown, not Morristown. Oh, Morristown, okay. Ted in Morristown. Okay, what are you thinking? <laughs> I was in, <laughs> I was going to college at the University of Wisconsin. Right. I was in the, we were in the student union with about 20 friends studying for a big final. Right. Very large student union, and all of a sudden on the speakers, they came out that John F. Kennedy had just been killed. And total silence. I've never come in this loud racket noise and then tears and screaming and crying and they canceled everything on campus. It was, it was horrifying. I mean, at that time, I think the younger people really were big fans of president Kennedy. Oh yeah. His wife, his wife, they, they love everything going on. Mm -hmm. And it, it just, I mean, it, for weeks and weeks on campus, it was just, it was incredible to see what was happening. You know what? It, imagine how different the world would have been. Yep, yep, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, man. Ted, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Right, 1-800-283-101.5. 59 years ago, we lost President Kennedy to an assassin's bullet. Everybody's got their own theory as to where that bullet, what gun that bullet came from. But regardless of that, uh, tell me, whose celebrity death shook you the most? Everybody, every generation has theirs. What's yours? 1-800-283-101.5. Dominski and Doyle are now available on demand. Shut up. I swear to God. That's ridiculous. Weekday afternoons, Dominski and Doyle are on New Jersey 101.5. But now you can listen to them anytime and anywhere on demand. Is it a big deal? Is it fun? Or is it just like silliness? Subscribe to the Dominski and Doyle show wherever you get podcasts. Or go to our free app and click the on demand button to hear the show. Hey, Doyle, get on that radio. Dominski and Doyle. Now available on demand from New Jersey 101.5. That's about right. Tuesday night in New Jersey. Steve Trevelyse. You and me for another hour. Dennis and Judy Rewind coming up after that. 59 years ago, we lost uh, President Kennedy assassination. And I'm asking, give me a celebrity death who affected you the most. One that just shook you to your core. And a lot of times that happens because they're taken from us. It's uh, not a death, like a natural death that you could prepare for. There are people alive now whose deaths will shake you to the core. Uh, you want to give me one of those? I mean, like, think of somebody that's alive right now that if they go or when they go, you're going to be forget about it. Uh, 
Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy? Yeah. Why Eddie Murphy? I mean, like, you know, when I originally figured out who Eddie Murphy was, you know, I mean, he was just a guy playing a donkey in Shrek. And then my mom really told me, she was like, all right, you have to really look up and see who Eddie became, like where he came from. And I, I think I was like 14 and I watched delirious for the first time and i was watching it on youtube and i couldn't get enough of it to the point really? where yeah to the point where i Beverly literally cop yeah all three i watched all three in like one night on, do ne- on netflix yes okay um I, saturday and live yes especially that as well i mean i think i found the best of mm-hmm. so just definitely eddie murphy all right hold on matt in brick you're on new jersey 101.5 hey matthew Hey, how you doing, Steve? Good. Who you got for me? Uh, Daryl Abbott. Dimebag Daryl Abbott. Daryl Abbott. Now, wait. Tell me about him. So, uh, lead guitar player from Pantera uh, was a legend. He's a legend uh, for heavy metal guitar players. And he was actually murdered on stage during a concert with another band he was playing in called Damage Plant. Oh, man. I remember that. God almighty, yeah. How about that? And where now where were you when you heard? Tell me the story how you found out. Uh I was uh it was close to Christmas. I was going with my girlfriend who is now my wife to a Christmas party mm-hmm. and uh they they had made an announcement on the radio and I was really shocked when they, you know, let the details of what happened uh, you know, were coming out. On December eighth, 2004, Damage Plan was performing at the El Rosavilla nightclub in Columbus. Nathan Gale, a deranged fan, rushed onto the stage as the band played the first song of its set list and shot Abbott multiple times with a Beretta 92 FS. The band's head of security, Jeffrey Mayhem Thompson, then tackled Gale, but he was fatally shot in the ensuing struggle. How about that? Wow. Yeah, God. Do you you ever get over something like that? Very, very heartbreaking. He was a a real sweet guy, Mm -hmm. you know, and just crazy people. You know what? Yeah, I I do. Now that you mention it, it's coming back to me. Matt, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Also, December 8th was the night John Lennon was murdered. Andrew is in Flemington on New Jersey 101.5. Right now, no jokes for this one, Andrew. Yeah, I know. Right. Sounds so disappointing. Hey, I don't. You know, the man from Ambler, he inspires me. That man has a sense of humor. Oh, absolutely. You, you was the best. As a matter of fact, you know what? In his honor. What the hell are you doing here? All right, now maybe he'll call. All right, so now whose celebrity death shook you to your core? Well, two that have been mentioned before, certainly. Uh, Kobe Bryant and John Lynn. Right. But I had three that I think haven't been mentioned as of up 10, to 10 o'clock. Okay. Oh, we got Tom Petty. Right. Uh, Robin Williams. Right. Me. And Prince, or former artists formerly known as Prince. Yeah. That man was an underrated guitar player. Prince? Oh, my God. You see him doing While My Guitar Gently Weeps at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Uh, he was yeah, amazing. Like four times. 
there was so many. There's a footage of a Saturday Night Live after party. Yeah. Where everybody's playing and just messing around, and Prince is just in the back of the room, not saying anything, just being like, you know, nondescript. Walks up to the stage, takes the guitar very quietly, jams out, puts the guitar back down. (laughs) Saturday Night Live Live had a sketch called The Prince Show, and it was a variety show, and Prince was the host, and he said like almost no words the whole time. Wow. You know what? Tom Petty is the one rocker. I think the Minsky may have said this. The one rocker that all other rockers could agree on. You know, no matter what fan you were music of, if one guy liked heavy metal and the other guy liked, I don't know, classic, everybody could agree. We all we, we could agree on Tom Petty. Can I say one more quick thing about Kobe? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, when I first heard about it, I also didn't believe it. I heard it on the radio, like a different station. And then I went to 101.5, and I think I checked my phone on the internet because mm-hmm. I didn't believe it was true. I was like, no, this can't be right. Yeah. I call, it was a Sunday morning. I and, couldn't believe and, it yep. either. And, and the young daughter, too. His daughter. Yeah, I think she, she was 14. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she, they were going to a basketball game. And they? they were yeah, going to, his daughter played in a basketball, right? He was going to make a movie, I think, a direct and, and screenplay a movie. But wasn't weren't they going to her basketball game? Yeah, but I think they mentioned now that he was planning soon on filming mm. the movie. Yeah, he was he was in the next phase of his life. I don't know what the movie was supposed to be about. No, that I don't know. And Robin Williams, I was here. I was on the air the night Robin Williams. Died. Really? Yeah. I was fourteen when he passed away, and that was uh, like to me because I mean, I mean, that was when I was really getting into stand-up comedy and mm-hmm. really looking at everyone and seeing all the different types of you know styles. And I fell in love with his style of just being able to just keep going with the rapid amount of jokes that he can do. And I was, I think, I was at like football practice and I remember my one friend came up to me and he was like, Hey dude, like Robin Williams just passed away and I was like, What? You know, Steve? Yeah. My uh uh family I'm not Italian, but I realize a lot of Italian people say macaroni. Right. I'm an, I'm not Italian, so we say pasta. So I I hope you enjoy your pasta on the Thanksgiving table, sir. And uh I might call you tomorrow but I don't know. All right. Well Andrew, either way, you have a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, I was on. He, um, I walked in. I had four hours of show prep ready to go. Yeah. And uh, Don Tanley was my producer at the time. And as I'm walking through the door to come into the studio, he's sitting at the computer. And I got. And in those days, you had paper. It wasn't like we were working off the computer. We, I, I would print everything out and my stack of stuff. And I walk in. Oh, Robin Williams died. Well, okay, we're done. <laughs> right into the garbage. Yep. Sit down. Four hours. Uh, I would say, like, Robin Williams may have been that generation, like, was it, last decade? Last, uh, that generation's John Lennon. I think the biggest, like, you have, you have, uh, you have John Kennedy. I think that after that, uh, you would have the Challenger, like, 1984. Okay. If there's something I'm missing between then, of course, Martin Luther King, 68, Robbie Kennedy, 68. But then you would have the challenger would be 84. No, I'm sorry. John Lennon would be 80. What about Elvis Presley? Elvis, 77. There's another one, right? Elvis in 77. Um, But see, Elvis, Elvis was another one because they were taken so early. You never expected it. I mean, although Elvis, you could see it. 
Like I said, I, w- I tell the story. I was um, I was at Brookdale College, just walking through the hall, and it was May the eighth, I think it was, or the sixth, yeah. May the sixth, and CBS was running an Elvis special live, and I looked at the stage with no idea about Elvis. I don't care, could care less. But just walk. Yeah. I see him on a screen, and he's singing my way, and he's walking back and forth, and he's bloated, and he apologizes to the audience. So listen, I'm sorry I have to read these. I didn't have time to learn it, blah, 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 blah. And he's singing my way as he's walking back and forth across the stage, reading the line, reading the lines of the song. Yeah. And you ever get a premonition on that? I looked at him and said, he's going to die. He's going to die soon. He does not have long to live. His, and he died like two months later. Yeah, his last performance um, is on YouTube. And I've, I mean, after watching the Elvis Presley movie, I wanted to research more about like his life. And they really nailed it with how his last performance looked because he was sitting in a chair and just singing. And that's it. it bro- so it bro- sad. Broke my heart. Yeah, so incredibly sad. Here's the Jersey 101.5 fast traffic. <laughs> Veteran Care Services, did you know that senior veterans and their spouses may qualify for a veteran pension plan? They could pay up to $2,200 a month for your medical care. See if you or a loved one qualifies for Veteran Care Services now at 1-888-E-Veterans. Steve Trevelis. All right, you want to find the seven best meatballs in New Jersey. You go to nj1015.com and you check out uh, Mark Pika. Pika's Picks. He was on last night, a Facebook blogger who visited, personally visited, over 30 meatball places and uh, came out with the seven best. And my God, they were unbelievable. You know, I'm Italian. You judge a man by his meatballs. Really? You do. Because it's funny, not guys won't, a lot of guys won't eat other people's meatballs, like only their mom's meatballs which I find absurd. All right, we're talking about the celebrity deaths that shook you the most. 59 years ago, we lost President Kennedy. Kevin is in Greenbrook under Jersey 101.5. Hey, Kevin. Good evening, gentlemen. How you doing? Good. How are you? All right. Just got off of work. Uh, where do you work? Uh, I've worked part-time for Wawa in Bridgewater. Oh, man. Did you bring food? Did I bring food? No. How do you not leave there without food? It's impossible. It's, it's impossible to go to Wawa without food. I, you, you would think, but no. It's like I, I couldn't be bothered. I should need to get out of there. <laughs> You're done with that. <laughs> All right, give me a celebrity death that shook you the most. All right, I'm going to give you three. Okay. George Carlin. Okay. Eric Carr from Kiss. Okay. And Freddie Mercury. Oh man, three good ones. Carlin first. Carlin first. Why Carlin? Just because I I liken him to, to Robin Williams because they were they were both very they were both very good at their craft, right? And they were both killer at holding a mirror up to to society and going, "See, see how stupid this is." More so, Carlin. I think that, like, Robin Williams was more about the jokes, more about, like, the thing about Carlin, Carlin always impressed me as the guy, everybody's got that guy in their life that when the world seems totally screwed up, 
or when the, when you get scared or something, you go to that guy, and that guy just makes it funny. He puts he puts what you're feeling into a funny perspective, mm-hmm. and then you yeah. don't feel as scared or intimidated by it because Carlin really knew how to look the world in the eye and laugh in its face. Yes, he did. Yeah, he could take any situation and just turn it around. And some of the some of the most brilliant, you know, uh, baseball versus football, uh, or even like you know, uh, marijuana. Bill Hicks was a big uh, kind of like a, a comic. He was a comic voice. You know, they would just yeah. take the world, put it into a funny perspective. Now, Eric Carr from Kiss, you big Kiss fan? Yes, I am. Now, that, tell me how that made you feel. That I I really thought that that was in a way I almost thought that was going to be the end of Kiss mm-hmm. because when when he joined the band and I'll take a quote from Paul Stanley he breathed new life into the band yeah and I mean you figure everything they did through the eighties they they didn't stop they didn't slow down and then after his passing it was just like it was like Wow, it was like, all right. It was truly the end of an era. Do you have the Gene, the Gene Simmons box set? No, I don't. Dude, I, uh, you know about the Gene Simmons box set. Gene Simmons charged you $2,000 for a box set. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you, got, uh, you got a 38-pound safe, inside oh, of yeah. which was uh, his CDs and whatever else he felt like throwing in there. Really? Part right. of the deal, yeah. right? Now, part of the deal was that you got uh, also invited to a party, a private party with open mm-hmm. bar sliders hors d'oeuvres when um, Gene Simmons came to your town. And at the part, Gene Simmons would play a private show for you, your group. Uh, and yep. on top of that, you got, uh, f- you got to spend five minutes alone in a room with Gene Simmons. Right? Do you remember this, Kevin? Yes, I do. I covered the party in Philadelphia. You did? Now, oh, pic- wow. Now, picture this, right? Here I am. Uh, it, it's, it's at the Trocadero. There's like a riot. There's like protesting Damn. going on in the streets of Chinatown in Philadelphia. So me and Chris Swendeman, who now works for WDHA and is, uh, uh, used to work here, we go to the party. He's a huge Kiss fan. I'm covering it with my iPhone 7. Now, I'm, I'm about five feet in front of Gene Simmons. And Gene is doing his concert. He's amazing. And he's telling stories. And he's, you know, and you can have Q&A. And here I am right in front of him filming him. And all of a sudden, my friggin' phone rings. Oh. In the, the picture in the middle of his playing, he's playing. In the middle, my phone rings. And it's Gemini, the comedian. <laughs> And I am, like, ready to die. Now, picture this. Gene stops playing and proceeds to go on a rant, like, insulting me in front of everybody. Oh, I'll get it. Oh, is this a, is this a man's phone? Are you a man? <laughs> With that hair, I'm not really sure. And he's going on, and I'm, like, shrinking, like, you know. <laughs> so then afterwards, I go outside, and I call Gemini, the comedian, back, the guy on Wednesday nights. I said, do you know what you did? That was, I was in front of Buzz. He goes, why didn't you just say it was Paul Stanley? And I'm like, why did I think of that? <laughs> All right, now, Freddie Mercury, your thoughts? Probably one of the best showmen and one of the greatest vocalists of all time. And will never be duplicated. 
He did his last song from the hospital bed. Really? Yeah, yeah, I read that. How about that? You talk about the show must go on. But you know what? You know, like, Bohemian Rhapsody was a little distorted, right? Yes. Yeah, but it didn't matter because they, they, they got to use Freddie's voice. And I'll tell you, when Freddie died, I was driving home. I was working updates on a Howard Stern show at the time. And I'm driving home and I'm listening to Pierre Robert. And he does 45 uninterrupted minutes of Freddie Mercury. And, Kevin, you could just get lost in that voice. Yeah, you could. It wasn't hits. It was just all the album cuts. But it was it's such a melodic voice. Kevin, great stuff. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. Celebrity death that knocked you out. Uh, that's easy. I, I remember I, I was in high school. I was a huge Chris Farley fan. Yes! Oh, Thank man. You. killed me. And before that, when I was younger, um, John Candy. I remember as a kid, like, I couldn't, that was like a hard one for me to fathom. Hey, because there was nothing wrong. Yeah. You, just, you just didn't wake up one morning. Right. And th- right. That, that's the kind of stuff that shakes the world. Yeah, unlike Farley, who had, you know, some serious issues that mm-hmm. that added to his death. But, uh, yeah, that, I remember Chris Farley, I was walking around, and everyone in in my high school knew I was a big Farley fan. I'd do the impression and everything. Yeah. And they'd always, you just like pat me on the back, like, oh. I'm sorry, man. I know. You know, like, you know, what are you going to do now? You know, it's like it was that was a tough one. That is that that is, you know, both comedy just really strikes because they're where you go to feel better. Yeah, absolutely. 1030. Now, the latest New Jersey New Jersey weather brought to you by Edison Nissan. Check out the huge selection of new and used vehicles at Edison Nissan on Route 1 in Edison. With plenty of Nissans in stock, they always make buying fun and easy. Visit them online at edisonnissan.com for details. Steve Trevelyse, 1-800-283-101.5. All right, tomorrow night, we got, uh, we'll be here tomorrow night. Others will be off. Some would play music. We will be here. Gemini is going to be here. Justin Gonzalez is going to be here. Rob Brown is going to be here. Uh, I'm not sure who else is going to be here. There will be turkey. Justin is bringing Thanksgiving dinner. I'm looking forward to the turkey. Are you really? Yeah. So what's happening with Uncle Donald? Is he give me set? Give me Uncle Donald. Where's the recipes? Where's the pictures? Where's the posts? We're all set. People are now gathering, waiting for Uncle Donald's turkeys. Did you bring any Uncle Donald stuff? Any Uncle Donald recipes, pictures, anything? Uh, Nothing. I have. I mean, I have a photo from us from when I was like really young. No, I don't want a photo. From yeah, you right no, now. no. It's too late now. <laughs> too late now. Poor Uncle Donald could have been a star. I well instead, yeah. It's all right. You got to face him. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, on that note... Bob's got news for you. Excellent news. No now Uncle Donald, but news. Headlines and Trev lines. I read the news today. Oh, doctor, doctor, give me the news. There's Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only yes. Steve can. Wow. What the hell's going on out here? Wow. Turkey wrapped in bacon. Yeah. They used to do turkey wrapped in bacon, but I'll give you this. So we we were talking about a little bit uh, in a past show about um, the problem with car theft. And I found one. What's that got to do with turkey wrapped in bacon? Well, I, I'm, I'm now my mouth is watering. You're giving me car theft? I want to tell you about the news. It was the turkey in the back seat? <laughs> All right, no, tell me about but, the car theft. So a car was stolen through a car wash in Red Bank. What? Yeah. I told you. I, look, I, I'm telling you, 
This is definitely going to keep your mouth watering because owner of Butch's Lube and Wash on Newman Springs Road in Red Bank says this is the first time that he's ever had a car theft in his business. And how it happened in was... his wash. Was it yeah. going through like the... So it went through... And there was someone who was waiting with the with the lookout car, and they got it like they got out, got in the car, and drove away. Talk about that. Wait, 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 wait. Let me. So you get in the car? No, you. I mean, like some car washes, you get out of the car and they hook it up. That's what I think would happen. And then other cars, car washes, you stay in the car. I think that the person was not there because it, it was. A, <clears throat> it couldn't have been there because. <laughs> That, that would be a whole other story. I think that would be kidnapping. The, it's the biggest, like, it was so he much He got ease. in the car. He so got now, in the but, car. But now, but now, wait a minute. Because I know, like, in Heightstown, there's a car wash in Heightstown. Yeah. And they have, that guy's been on the show. Uh, there's a car wash in Heightstown. And they have, like, a conveyor belt. So you get out of the car, you get, they put the car in the conveyor belt, you go through, and you're... Why, there's, a, there's a series of windows, so you can actually sit and watch. You can stand yeah. there, watch your car get washed. I've done that once. Okay. Usually, then the I, other ones you're sitting in the car. Yeah, I usually sit in the car because when I was younger, I used to think it was the coolest. So thing. didn't anybody see the guy? You're, you're looking at the car through the window, unless maybe you're like, I don't need to see my car get washed. Well, usually you have to like because the one when I had to like watch it, you have to pay for it. At like a cash register that was in another room. So you're not seeing the car go down. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking when they were drying it and when they were like parking it, someone got in was like, yeah, that's my car. Because like, I mean, I've had friends who, I mean, magnets fell off of other cars Mm. and they said, hey, you know, is is this your magnet? And and they would say, yeah, yeah, it's my magnet. And and my, my, I think it was my friend's dad. He got like a Jets magnet. He got a football magnet. Yeah. But I'll give you another one. You know, like the Parkway tolls. Yeah. Remember when they used to have toll booths and you had to throw the quarters in? Yeah. Never paid. Are you kidding? Really? You go right up to the basket, just open up your car, and there's a whole bunch of missed quarters. <laughs> I wasn't like so slimy that I would take the missed quarters, but every now and then, you know, if you don't have the change or whatever, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yourself, to, you know, that is, I, I've never thought of like that before. Mm-hmm. But not everybody's a good shot. I gotta tell you, and not everybody wants to get out of the car when they're a bad shot. This to me is like if someone went to a <clears throat> drive-through. And someone stole your car. How? I don't understand how they could have done it. So, so like they're paying, they go out, and the car doesn't come out of the runway, or I, the car. So, but somebody has to see the car get driven out of the runway. Because I mean, I've seen people do pranks like this before on like a video where uh, someone said someone comes with a dog, right? And they say, "Hey, can you hold my dog?" And they go into the store. And then someone else comes out, like usually uh, a video that I saw, it was a little person who came out dressed as the same exact as the person. I I think... uh, Taking the dog. Yeah, taking the dog. I think Jackass did it back in the day. And um, and, and Jackass took the dog or the dog took the jackass? (laughs) (laughs) Let's clarify here. What exactly? No, it was it was one of the guys from Jackass, like dressed, mm-hmm. and then it was the tiny one, Wee Man, came out dressed in the same Wee attire. Man? Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, th- thanks right. for my dog." And they were like, "Uh, yeah," and they didn't understand it. Like, okay, like, is it him? Because he's now shrunk. Like, what is it? And uh, I mean, it could have been something like that, where literally, like, oh yeah, that's my car. Thanks. And then the actual person comes able out. To do it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Where's my car? So what, what did the car want to do? The car wash want to do? Uh, right now, we'll we give you a free wax. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what do you really? Sorry care? for I mean, the inconvenience. <laughs> hey, you know, you know what, dude? We it was so it, it was it was so dirty that by the time we finished cleaning it, there was nothing left. We are the Garden City One One Point Five wants to light up your holiday, and you can win one thousand dollars. Show us your home, tree, yard, anything that makes our Jersey holidays merry and bright. Share a picture of your dazzling lights on our app on NJ One Zero One Five. Get in to win $1,000 thanks to our sponsor, Wawa. Grab your holiday gift cards at Wawa today. It is holiday season. Light it up. You could win $1,000 from New Jersey 101.5, where Rob Brown is giving us the news. All right. Ridge bathroom vandalism considered the largest school-wide concern. So, What in, is it? In Ridge High School. Ridge or oh, Ridge High School? Yes, okay. Ridge High School, they have been having a vandalism problem mm. in their bathrooms. <clears throat> and it has become a major concern to the point where they are closing down specific bathrooms. <sighs> now, my big concern is, are you going to run out of bathrooms? And then what do you do after that? <laughs> number one tree is for number two, and number two tree is for number one. <laughs> because when I was in high school, there were specific bathrooms you went to mm -hmm. if you needed to uh, do the business, mm -hmm. number two. Right, you the went number two bathroom, and there was the number one bathroom. Yeah, no, because third floor, clean bathroom, it's a one hallway, and it's like a science hallway, clean, like spotless. Mm -hmm. I would... Sprint up to the third sprint floor. Sprint to the third and floor. And it was it was tough because I was sometimes clenching. you don't make it and you're doing that I, funny walk to the I, third floor. Yes, right, yeah, right, I, right. I sometimes I, I would walk like I just got off like a horse. Right. Just to trying to get the to the bathroom. Place. Right. And I did this because you know it was the third floor. <laughs> yes, but also I wanted to get used to uh, going to the bathroom in like public areas like that because I I used to be someone in high school mm. where I used to be really like. Nervous if people are going to walk in on me or like. Well, you have you close the store, right? Well, yeah, but like still, like I'm not trying to have a conversation with someone. Like I, you know, not not to toot my own horn, but I, I knew a lot of people in high school, and you know, I, I don't want them to see my Nikes under the. Uh, no, I get the, the Oh, okay, like, so I got to know hey, that it's you. Buddy, right. what's up? What are you doing in there? Uh, what do you then, think? What do you think? Like, come on. Breathe deep, the gathering gloom. Yes. <laughs> Give me five minutes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I it it scares me because okay, you know, because I mean, we had a problem back in the day where people were taking because at like schools, there's the huge uh, pieces of toilet paper, and this was before right. the pandemic, uh, where where it was a tough thing, and people started to shove the entire thing of toilet paper into. The toilets Kids and, would do this. and flush it. Yeah, so to the point where we were running out of toilet paper, and our principal had to go on the morning announcements with me. With you? Yeah, because I, I mean, I was doing the morning. Were you doing the morning show? I, it's I, time for Rob and the principal. Yes, yeah, they did not like me when I was doing the morning announcements. <laughs> did you do traffic and weather? No, they. I mean, I would say like the. Well, the traffic in the third floor bathroom is moving rather slow. That's what he would say. He's like. To the students shoving toilet paper, we're running out of toilet paper. <laughs> teachers have to bring their own toilet paper. Are they really? <laughs> yeah, and teachers would start class like to the people who are shoving full things of toilet paper in the toilets. I'm disappointed in you. I'm disappointed. 
I really had to go. Like, <laughs> but you know, I, it's okay. I, I think it's it's weird. It's it is. funny. It's funny to me. So, uh, all right. Yes. Back to my usual of meeting Santa. Because I always Your look usual up. meeting Santa. Yeah, yes. well, I mean, I, I always bring it up. I remember Do you one still time meet Santa. Do you? No, I was oh, actually no. used to be terrified of meeting Santa, and I say that because I used to get so nervous because I thought, what if I say the wrong thing and I look to under Santa? the tree? Yeah, and I used to think like, great, Santa thinks I want this, and that's what's going to be under the tree. One time, I wanted I wanted Guitar Hero. I wanted Guitar Hero, and it was specific world tour because there was plenty of Guitar Heroes that came out, like one, two, rock three, band. rock band. <laughs> and I think I said, yeah, I want rock band. And he went, all right, rock band for you. And in my head, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, no. That's not the one I wanted. And I was like, oh, uh, we got to go. Gotta I, go and, back and, in line. Got to go back in line. And I remember just. a fire just, truck. Like, hey. Like, I, I used to get terrified that I, there's photos literally of me being uncomfortable. Like, I remember one time. It, <laughs> yes, that was not made a great Christmas card. No. Here's uncomfortable Rob sitting on Santa's lap. <laughs> that uh, you know what? On, on that note, let's do this tomorrow night. <laughs> This has been the Steve Travelee Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.